Welcome back to Going Long on First. Not second. Or third. Not top yep. three. Top three, not three or two. Correct. Or A or B. Sometimes. <laughs> Some First. of us are. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Coming at you Thursday night. A little line is right action. It's just going to be Owen and I tonight and maybe for the foreseeable future a little bit. A little bit ski. Uh, the pod father is preparing for baby number two. And he'll be out of commission. He'll be on the short-term IR. Short-term cool. IR. We will hopefully get his picks uh, in hopefully. to, to uh, discuss and tear down uh, as we go through the, this week's games. Yes. Yep. Well, hopefully. Uh, because Owen was crunching the numbers. I had a lot of number crunching to do. And uh was getting almost our final our final regular season line is right picks and our rankings and our stats there. Um so we're trying to get an overall record as well. Obviously we've got one week left of the regular season to to cement that. But Owen was preparing preparing records and such to figure out who is where as we head into week 18, Owen. I'm fine. By it, I told you I was going to do this all year, week to week. You'd bother me about it. I knew it was something I had to catch up on. And of course, I wait till the latest and hardest possible week to do it <laughs> to, yeah. to catch up. And uh, to and to be honest, I have to admit, I wasn't a spreadsheet guy before. I was, I was very, I was. I was fluent in Excel, I would say. I just didn't use it to my advantage for some dumb, stupid, broken brain reason. But now that I am, I will I will I'm here to say, Seth, that I will never make that mistake again. I am from here on out an Excel spreadsheet guy. Well, you know what, Owen? I'm glad you're making the pod better. You're making the pod uh, better for this. Little by little. And you can tell how much effort this took for me to do. Um, but it's for the love of the game. You know what I mean? For the love of the game, baby. <laughs> so we will have that. Just for you, Seth. All right. Can't wait. Uh, you teased it pre-pod. Obviously, you didn't lay down the full line I of records. Yeah, I, I had to tease you, but I, I can't get you the full the full what you need. I know I have some work cut out for me week eighteen, but it sounded like a possibility. So maybe I'll pull off um the the Christmas miracle of twenty twenty three. That'd be right like uh, uh the Lions making the playoffs this year. It's possible. Is a that tall, what you want, Seth? Tall to order. You want to be the Lions making the playoffs this year? No, not this year. <laughs> not this year, not week 18. Maybe <laughs> next year. But let's get into it. Let's do it. The line is right. Ba-da-ba-da. Ba-da-ba-da. Ba-da-ba-da-da. 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 <laughs> 
Beautiful. Beautiful. You're welcome. Now, we did intro in to the line is right. I mean, um, what a, you know, odd, uh, you know, definitely stressful week uh, in the NFL this has been, Seth, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah, this this week has been – I've never seen anything like it. In my adult life, adulthood of following the NFL, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like this before. Correct. It was almost like, um, and not and not even just NFL. Obviously, with the uh, Monday night um, scare for sure. Um, I don't know if I ever that that was the, you know probably the most widely televised thing of that sort that's ever happened. So that's. Shitty situation, getting a lot of positive news as the week progressed, which we is are. which is great to hear. You know, obviously got a long road to go for uh Mr. Hamlin. Uh all thoughts and prayers from the going along on first team, the Gloff team. 100 120% Owen. 120%. The line, the pod father, and Uncle Seth himself are all all rooting for that for those for those Buffalo Bills over there. Why don't we? I mean, and that might you know honestly, I might just throw down uh, uh, an early favorite for uh, the juice of the week. Um, that feels like a, a win that's likely going to happen. Buffalo at home against New England, wouldn't you say? Uh, I mean, it's definitely going to be emotional as Buffalo strolls out. They're at home too, correct? They are at home. Yeah, that's going to be emotional for Buffalo and, and those players and that team and, you know, the whole city, obviously. You know, if Hamlin is is good enough, we assume he'll be watching. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be – that's almost like primetime worthy. That's something you want to see live, you know? Yeah, for sure. For I sure, don't know I what agree. time they play. They're probably a noon game on Sunday. They are a noon game. But that's something you want to see. So maybe if they're on CBS, hopefully we'll be able to see that. Because I think that'll be cool to witness. You know they're going to do... You know they're going to be doing something special for him before the game. Probably throughout the game and, and such. So that'll be cool to see. That'll be cool to see uh, whatever that looks like. Um, but yeah, a lot of good... A lot of good vibes, a lot of positive vibes, optimistic optimism, obviously coming out of um Cincinnati, because that's where he's at still. Yes. Um, so and he'll be there for the foreseeable future. But yeah, um yeah, I I you know good things will come. Good things will come for sure. I agree. I agree, Seth. And uh with those positive vibes, it feels uh a little bit more light to get back into the swing of things, picking games like we most often do and uh, either cry or rejoice the following Tuesday. Um, <laughs> Seth, I wanted to let you know in the past week you did, you know, coming into a, uh, a must win week for yourself. You did. Uh, score plus two on myself last week. You got nine wins. We had a push in there. Um, so that's nine out of 15. That's pretty gosh dang out. Good outing out of Seth. A couple lone dogs. You want to, you want to, 
You had two lone dog wins. How do you feel about that? Uh, what were they? You had Dallas minus nine and a half at Tennessee. That should have been something Jeremy and I did not, you know, take on. <laughs> that was well, one we picked at halftime, hoping Tennessee would come back. And that, didn't oh, happen. yeah. Well, Jeremy's never going to take Dallas. I mean, let's get That's real there. True. I, I should have realized what I was doing when I picked alongside him. Also, you took the other team. Are you opposite side, uh, a team that Jeremy was never going to pick? You picked uh, New Orleans plus six and a half at Philly, uh, gutting it out, making Philly's pick via the Saints a little worse, and also <laughs> putting them in crisis mode for that number yes. one seed this week. You lone dog that. Congrats to you. I really don't know why the heck I didn't pick that. I even asked your advice on it, Owen, and you gave it to me, and you still didn't go with it. It was unreal, unreal. Because I, you know, we talked pre-pod about it, and obviously talked about it last week. But my reasoning there was, I asked you if Jalen Hurts was going to play. What are the chances of Hurts playing? You said slim. I said, well, give me the Saints mm-hmm. because no Jalen. It's a different team. No Jalen, obviously, on Sunday, and Saints were able to shut them down. Sure enough, sure as shit they did, Seth, you are correct. And as much as we've been talking about how good the Philadelphia Eagles as a whole have been all season, it, it truly is an MVP Jalen scenario. Um, however, I think these best games are going to knock him out of that running, I think it's fair to say, unless he comes out and scores five touchdowns, 400 yards in a, in a return game. Maybe that puts him back in. But uh, I think Jeremy's going to be uh, um, disavowing uh, the MVP award going forward <laughs> after the after the yeah. announcement. I, I, in a couple weeks. I truly believe after Monday, I truly believe that this is Mahomes to lose. I mean, he was already the bet on, you know, odds on favorite. But after Monday and Burrow and Allen, your other top players for the for the award, they pretty much didn't have a game to play. Yeah. Obviously is canceled now officially. Uh that game is canceled and makes week 18 even more wild. Yeah. With it the does. cancellation of the game. It does. We'll be resuming it. Uh I think then Allen and Burrow missing that game for statistic reasons. I really think if the Chiefs win on on Saturday, which that's probably the first. I assume the first game we'll get to. Um, it's going to be Mahomes. Is it? It's going to be Mahomes. And that is like a play, and that and we'll and we can dive into it a little bit here. But you know, in a normal season, you know, or end of the season, Kansas City would be in a win and you're the number one seed situation. However, and we were talking a little bit on prepad about some of the possible scenarios with the seeding because Bills Bengals was such a big impact on seeding, not only seeding, but also um, that AFC North um, division, which is it, is it locked up for the Bengals now? I forget. It is Ravens can win it. Ravens. How was it, that? Ravens, I think, could be in it if they win this weekend. No. Okay. So it is an AFC North division game, pretty much. It is. It pretty much. Yeah. If Cincinnati wins, I think they take it. Well, actually, 
No, because the Bengals would be twelve and five. The Ravens would be eleven and six. So I think it's the Bengals already. Got it. So the Bengals would have needed that loss um to the Bills for the yes. Ravens to have a shot at it. So now I'm not sure what they do with that uh specifically. I don't know. Um so that's that's so we we're talking about playoff seating, playoff seating situations, and that I think all that has to be figured out before you can decide specifically what happens to Bengals Ravens. And it, obviously it's like the easy I think the the easiest route too is to come out and be like, well, you know, Ravens fans can say that's not fair. Well, nothing was fair about that scenario. So it's like, you know, what do you, how much of a stink do you really raise about it? But and I would like I'm going to throw you out those three situations we talked pre-pod. I'm going to throw those three situations out. I want you to rank them. What is or I want you to tell me what you think will happen and what you want to happen because they're probably going to be two different things, most likely. So I'll give you the three situations. The first situation is that basically the you know Bengals Bills game is null and void, which I think pretty much is in any situation that's what's going to be the case. Um, AFC Championship gets played on a neutral field, just in the in. The event that the one and two seed, whether it be Bengal, Bengals, Chiefs, in whatever order, I think it's only them two. Um, Bang, say it's a Bengals Chiefs AFC Championship because the number one seed is so disputed. AFC Championship is then played on a neutral field instead of at either team. Uh, kind of the cleanest, easiest scenario. Um, the next one gets a little more interesting as we go. Next one is a you know whoever ends this this week as the proposed number one seed that would be probably kansas city if they take this win against las vegas um or if they lose and buffalo wins then it's buffalo um the whoever would be the one seed gets to pick whether they want the first round by or home field advantage all the way through the second seed then would get the other. It would be the inverse. So it's like a, you know, it is kind of a double advantage, you know, for a number one seed to have. Um, so kind of like evening the playing field a little bit. So that's scenario two. Scenario three is we do away with first round buys. We add in an eighth seed to the playoff bracket. And that means, you know, seating and home games sit as they are. But we flip it and we add in eight teams. No one gets a buy. We're on like Donkey Kong all the way to the Super Bowl. What a wild card week weekend that would be. That would be eight full games. That would be a whole red zone slate. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be. So I would like you first, what's gonna happen to what do you wish would happen? Um I'm trying to remember all the scenarios because there was a lot. A lot yeah. There was a lot to it. Obviously, the first one, obviously, like you said, um, if it's Buffalo KC in the championship game, it's a neutral site. Honestly, I think that's probably the one I would like to go with the most. Mm. I think that'd be cool to see. It's like a Super Bowl for the AFC, you know? A little bit, yeah. It is like and a pre-Super Bowl. You know, if it's Buffalo KC... Maybe that should be the Super Bowl anyway. Basically is the Super Bowl, yeah. 
So I think that would be really cool to see. I'd be curious on w- where they chose. That almost would be more interesting. Like, are they just going to choose a non-football city? Are they going to choose, like, why not play that bad boy in Green Bay? <laughs> of course. Well, probably. Well, I mean, that's true because there are going to be no football games played in uh, Green Bay after this weekend. Yes. Um, I don't think there is any scenario that that happens. Unless... I, I would assume they'd probably choose a dome, though. Yeah, you'd have to imagine. Of course, but, though you know, it's like a fun, this is never going to happen again type of scenario. Why not, you know, bring bring a legendary, you know, venue into the fold like yes. that? That would be that yeah. would be something. I didn't think about it in that case. Because it's like, you know, you want, for Super Bowls, you want domes because of all the media and all the, you know, people coming in. And even, like, it happening in Minnesota a few years ago, it was like it was it was the coldest, you know, time of the year in early yeah. February there. People were dying. At least they had a dome to fixate on. But I mean, AFC Championship's gonna have much less bells and whistles. It's just a game, you know. Green Bay would be playing playing there if they had the one seed. They did play there last year in the same time period. So it's like yep. Yep. very well could happen. It's uh it's right, it's basically right in the middle of both of those, you know, kind of even. Uh, Buffalo KC that's kind of even travel uh, for both so that'd be that'd be a fun one to see South I like that that's the one you want to see happen is that what you're saying and it's probably the one most likely to happen too I think I think the the eighth seed is the least likely to happen I don't think they're going to do that this late in the season Uh, I I just think that changes things and changes the integrity of the game yeah that I personally, I would hate for that to happen. Obviously, oh, you know, if you're Miami or Pittsburgh or some other team, I don't even know who Washington. Else. Yeah. So would they add an eight seed to the NFC both, then? Both sides. Yeah. Wow. That's cr- wow. Can you imagine? This was the scenario, and I follow uh, Barstool Big Cat, huge Bears fan, right? Huge, actually, he's more there, of a Packers hater than a yes. than a Bears fan. That's what I should say, uh, because of how the Aaron Rodgers era of Bears football has been. Um, it's the scenario laid out to him was Packers lose to the Lions, and uh, see the Seahawks lose, so Lions get the seventh seed. However, Green Bay gets the eighth seed in an expanded playoff for this year. Go to Philly, beat Philly wild card weekend <laughs> make a run <laughs> to the super bowl <laughs> and he was like honestly i was super excited for two extra games you said that i'm don't do not speak that into it. <laughs> that is exactly what will happen <laughs> yeah he's like i don't want it anymore lions win that's all we care about that's all we're focused on people lions oh, win man uh, uh that, it was good to see so i mean that's a fun it, it's a fun I imagine they'll stick with the least complicated, least moving pieces uh, scenario of the bunch. It would be fun to see. I know, like the NBA during COVID, kind of had some interesting scenarios because you know, it's a one-off. You'll never see it again. Yes. Whatever. The final chaos situation I wanted to throw out to you: eight teams each. Each conference do away with conferences. Seat it all straight up. Buffalo versus uh Buffalo versus Detroit wild card weekend. 
Green Bay traveling to uh, Baltimore or Green Bay traveling to Cincinnati wildcard weekend. Yeah, I'm not as into that. Baltimore at uh, Tampa Bay wildcard weekend. <laughs> That'd be interesting. There'd be a lot of matchups you don't you never see in the playoffs. So Again, what would the, like, what would the Super Bowl be? Just the top two teams? Just the top two teams. It's so it like you just be. you see it like March Madness, you know? And then okay. it's like your little bracket, your little playoff seating into the you know, you just go off win percentage for the top eight. That would that would change that would change playoff sports for everybody, for every major sport out there. Like if, if, you know, if MLB were to do that or NBA or, you know, obviously NFL, if, if a league were to do that, that would just change it all. It's like, it's, it, I, I love the idea for a one time only ever to happen thing, which is, I thought like, uh, I thought I was hoping the NBA would do like a world cup style, you know, groupings mm. of random yep. teams. And then do it, do it that way. I thought just because we, it was such a, you, it's never going to happen again. Why not just go a little nuts? Cause you never, you never see those matchups in the playoffs, right? You never no. see them when they super matter except for the Super Bowl. Um, so it's like a mini Super Bowl each week, you know, I, you know, whole wishful thinking never going to happen, but what again, chaos scenario that, would be my job. That, it would be cool. I, I get where you're coming from. Like like a little fantasy league almost, you know? Let's just bet. let's run up a man simulation on that or something. And you wouldn't even like seed it as the top 16 seeds in the league. You'd seed it as top eight seeds in each conference. And then you'd do a reseeding once you determine which teams enter. So yeah. But well, you know. Maybe I did speak it into existence. We're going to get that news dropped tomorrow or tonight by Roger Goodell. Uh, Maybe. Probably not. My, all my wishes and fantasies. But regardless, we got week 18 games to play. Um, my last, my last, last sidebar are Seth and Jeremy's very own championship Going long on first line is right. Championship uh, chances. You're in. You're in the hunt. Both of you in the hunt. It was Ooh. close. It was close enough all year. There was a lot of games. You know, there was Jeremy missed some more games than uh, we did. I think Seth hit every single one possible uh, that we got in in time. Uh, Jeremy missed at least perfect a attendance week. record, baby. And then a few other games, at least for the line is right. You did. Um, for picks you did. I think you did miss a couple, but you got your picks in. Um, I missed a handful of games. Jeremy missed a week and plus some games with some of his um, absences. So we had to do it with playoff. No, not playoff. We had to do it with win percentage. As it stood, I had a total of 114 games picked correct. That Ooh. is a 51.6% Hit rate for your boy. Above 50. Good the, job. Leader in the house, right? Seth goes 108 total, a few games behind, with a 48.9% hit rate. So, very, like, barely over a percent off of 50. So, you know, that's still something to hang your hat on. 
And in Jeremy's world, I'd still consider this a win. He had 97, 97 games total picked correct uh, at a 47.1% hit rate. He missed a lot. There's a lot of like, is he going to be here? Is he not? Is he just yeah. going to have to pick games on the fly? Are we going to have a chance to, you know, corral him into picking the correct pick? Which he needs sometimes. We all do. We all do. Actually, it actually does worse for me because I have Jeremy or you talk me out of a pick I really want to make, and it ends up being freaking right. Gosh dang it. Um, I have plenty those are of the best ones. Year. Plenty of those this year. Um but I'm still proud of my hit rate. So this is what we're going to do. We could do win percentage to finish it. What I want to do is give you something tangible to root for this week. Okay. So um, just to even the playing field out a little bit, since we're doing this whole play, playoff reseeding, you know, kind of something happened. We have to, we have to figure things out on the fly in the NFL itself. Why don't, why can't going along on first, you know, reflect that. And the line is right. So why can't that? Seth, Seth, for you, you must pick games and have four more wins than myself to win the championship. Oof. You need a plus four. It's a lot, but you've done it. You've done it a week or two, at least this year. Okay. And there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of teams not playing. There's a lot of high lines to reflect that. There's a lot of question marks on who's going to be playing for teams. There's a lot of, a lot of things can happen this week. If there's a week that you can hit 12 games to my eight, or maybe even better, a nine games to my five, this is the week. Cause I am, I have a lot of false confidence in games this week. Yeah, we, so, the, the final week of the season is always hard to predict. Exactly, and exactly. And I will let Jeremy know this. Um, because he was a little bit further out, he still has a chance. He needs to win at a plus seven of myself. <laughs> All and right. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. But to even oust Seth, he just has to hit a plus three. To okay. be not last, he has a plus three, which is a little bit easier. Not the dweller seller. Exactly. Exactly. So there you go. Seth's, right. magic, Seth's magic number is four. Jeremy's magic number is seven. I just need – I have a minus four. Are you picking Owen minus four this week? Or are you picking Seth plus four or Jeremy plus seven? In, in honor of the line is right, Seth, we have a three-way spread. Um, let me pause and take that back. Let's, let's go that back. Um, <laughs> we have <laughs> Jeremy plus seven, Seth plus four, Owen minus four for the championship. That is this as a viewer, make your picks now. Who do you want? <laughs> um, I'm taking Owen minus seven. I'm taking myself plus four. Okay, fair enough. So you're gonna you're gonna win, but I'm gonna beat Jeremy. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Got it. Got it. Thank you. Thank you for the trust in me to make that happen. If I lost, if Jeremy had you know twelve games to my five, um, 
I might. If have you to... go from first to worst in the last week of the season, oof. He might have to host the line is right next year. Oh, and then right the when I gets got, to host, right when I got saying? it, right when I got into my spreadsheet, you know, uh, I I went into the film room, figured out my spreadsheet problems. It was just too little, too late, and I got cut. Boom, you're out of here. Couldn't figure it out in time. Yep, too much leeway on this guy. So that is my that is the offer. I can do it if he doesn't want to, but. That is the for honorary for for honorary the line the honorary title the line that is what we're playing for this week so let's start it week 18 let's get into it after all that after all of that whoo all right let's let's pick some games here it was conversation that needed to be had it it was it it. was a lot happened this week so we can we can fire through these, I think. Um, a lot still happening. You're right. We can we can fire through some of these. Yes, let's do it. It is week eighteen after all. Exactly. Uh, a lot more games matter than you'd probably expect. Too. That's the fun thing. But there are going to be a lot of teams that are just. What do you do? I don't know. Do you do you just lose on purpose? I mean, seems like the seems like the Bears are going to do that this week. But we'll get into it. <laughs> the first game, Saturday afternoon, ESPN. Hosting the Saturday games. Uh, I wonder if they bring, what do we get? Dan Orschlovsky back in the booth for the B game? Probably. Probably. Uh, for this game. That'd be fun to see. So we got the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to the Las Vegas Raiders. It's just, it's just wild to see some of these matchups when we thought, um, you know, when we were looking, I think we looked at week 18 in preseason or early season, we're like, wow, that game's going to be for the division. That game's going to be for the division. That game is going to be for all the marbles. We got a couple of those. Kansas City at Las Vegas, not exactly worth a shit, except for Kansas City's one seed potential. Um, So it's, it's tough trying to figure out who's going to be playing. I think the rule of thumb is um, if you have a playoff chance on the line, Everybody's playing. Even if they're 50%, everybody's playing. All your starters are playing. If you're playing for seeding, you're probably not going to see too many risks being taken. So um, it seems like Eagles and Jalen Hurts is the big one. If they're up big by halftime, expect him to get shelved. But uh, the Chiefs are in a weird situation, obviously, with seeding and no one really knowing what's happening with it yet. Um. We'll get more into that and probably see the line change uh, as it affects the Chiefs going forward. However, they open as a nine and a half point favorite at Las Vegas. Still got that chance to get the top seed if they win. Raiders have nothing but pride to play for. With Jared Stud, him, he is him. Um, Especially, they showed well. They played well against the 49ers last week. Ruined our juice of the week. The old Jared Stidham. Seth wanted San Francisco, but he got Jared Stidham. <laughs> oh, Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham, kind of in that Matt Flynn role, playing for a starting job and some money next year. Matt Flynn also played for the Raiders. He did, eventually, yeah. So... Can he can he can he reproduce the magic? You got Devontae Adams on your side, anything's possible. Can he hit some big plays, hang around? Does this end up being a high scoring game over under his 
five, which I believe is the highest of the weekend. Um, or do the Chiefs take care of business here big time, lock up that first seed going forward? Seth, what do you say? Giving the Chiefs all the way. Ooh. I don't care about Jared Stidham, Jared Studham, Jared whatever you call him. You're going to be up against the MVP of the 2022 season. Sorry, Jeremy. This is it, it, Mahomes. He wins this game. He puts up good numbers. It's Mahomes. It's just not even a question. Only quarterback to throw for for forty touchdowns. Maybe the only guy to hit five thousand yards as well. It, it's it's Mahomes. It's Mahomes all the way. Give me the Chiefs. They're they're they are playing for the one seed. Obviously, they need to win. If Buffalo loses, the one seed is theirs for the taking. So that's what they're hoping for. If Buffalo and Casey win, that's when all of that stuff hits the fan. So Casey is going to come out hot. This is one of those games where I think if they're up big, you know, 20, 30 points by the middle end of the third quarter, it's probably when they start pulling people. Um. Yeah, I see Casey winning this big, though. He wants Casey big. Just wanted to keep in mind, wanted you to keep in mind. Raiders played um tight and had the lead. Uh, I think they were up 20 to 10 going in halftime. This is week five. Game ended up 30 to 29. Mahomes came back in the second half, took that lead back and didn't didn't let go. Um this is a game that Mahomes Threw for four touchdowns and nearly 300 yards. Not quite. Um, but four touchdown performance from Mahomes in this first outing. And they still let up 29 points. This was a big Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams game. That is for sure. And I think it was one of the first bad roughing the passer calls we had. It was, the, uh, I don't know if you remember, it was the Chris Jones. He was like standing oh, up the entire yes, time. Yes. And Derek Carr fell to his knees and yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, it was it was a little bit of a flopsky, but uh, it worked out. It helped the Raiders, but didn't quite finish it out. Um, that being said, give me the Raiders at home to stay with stay single digits. That's all we're looking for. We need to stay single digits. I know. I know how you and Jeremy feel about the Chiefs. Because they don't close out teams and they don't just dominate teams. I know that's that was the argument last week for you guys with the Broncos. Obviously, the Broncos kept it close. I took the Chiefs. Chiefs aren't going to let me down again. Big Red, the old Big Red machine out there. They're closing out the season strong heading into the playoffs. Big Red machine. Well said. Seth, one thing I just thought of, too. You know, the easy championship mindset to confirm a win for me this week would be to pick every single pick you take. I'm not going to do. So uh, I, I should let you go first. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm. you could either do that or uh, I'm just not going to let you bully me because I feel a little wild this week. And I think you might still be like pretty sure on some things like like this KC pick. I'm going to be a little wild. If I feel, you know, if I feel, if I'm feeling spicy, I'm going to have at least, 
I'm definitely going to have four games different than you. I promise that. Um, I feel like I'll probably have a good number of games different than you. There will definitely be opportunity. And I will have to leave. Can't wait. I will have to tell Jeremy. It would almost be in your best interest to pick pick against every single game that I pick. Yes. Because you need Even plus you seven. It almost, and all these games are pretty much a 50% hit rate. That's what the line is supposed to be. Maybe you do that. Maybe that gives you the best chance of winning out. So, that being said, give me the Raiders. Seth's first game he's going to be watching tightly, rooting for those Chiefs. Um, and when we get Jeremy Specs, we'll, uh, we'll incorporate All hail that. the Chiefs. All hail. Next game, Saturday game still. We have the AFC South division title Game, the Tennessee Titans traveling to Duval County, Jacksonville Jaguars. In uh wow, we found we found our way here. Tennessee was pretty, you know, pretty solid. They were little, they weren't like the obvious front runners, ex- except for the fact that every other team sucked in the first half of the year. And then here comes those Jaguars in those last 10 games or so. Uh, just wild. They're wilding out. They're wilding out. Aren't they on a? They're on a good win streak here too. I believe. Is that that sound right? I think it's six in a row for them. I'll Let's look quick. They lost um, five in a row in the in mid season, and they are now on a four game win streak. They're on a four game win streak, but since that five game win streak that you just mentioned or lo- losing streak, they are six and two. Yes. Correct. Um, that is the Trevor Lawrence effect. That man could be top five quarterback for the next 10, 15 years. You ever thought about that? Uh, I didn't until the last six weeks. It's it's come true. After everything he endured in, with the Urban Meyer experience, he is back in action, playing for the playoffs. We could see playoffs? Him playoffs? We could see him hosting. Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson in week one of the that would I would love I, I would love to see Jacksonville Cincinnati right now. That'd be a would, fun game. That would be that back the number one overall pick versus number one overall pick right there. Yeah. That'd be the, the and having the favorite be the road team, like just to really even things yep. out. That your home underdog great. going. Home dogs. Gotta love them. In this case, we do not have a home dog. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars. As a six and a half point favorite, quite a large favorite for that the Jacksonville is. Jaguars. Um, obviously, play well well down the stretch, like we talked about. Titans have lost five straight on quite the opposite uh, run they have. Tennessee is beat up. Josh Dobbs is starting this week. Derrick Henry, however, is back and healthy, and he can run for two fifty on any given week. So. Can the Jaguars pull this out by a touchdown at home? Win that guy win that game and win it decisively, Seth. Owen, I don't even need to ask which side you're going with this. I already know. So give me Jacksonville. He wants the Jacks jagging off. Seth's jagging <laughs> off this week. Uh yep. Saturday night, baby. Count me in. He's in it. 
And uh, uh, yeah, it, it's it's really it's really the Joshua Dobbs effect that hurts. I I have no faith in what he'll be able to do. I think if this is Tannehill, as, as the big of the question mark it is with Tannehill, um, at least we know what we're going to get with him with Dobbs or with Willis, whoever is the quarterback. It doesn't matter between those two. Uh, there's just nothing there. There's nothing there. Um, so give me, give me Jacksonville. This team is too hot. This team is too good. This defense, you know, will key on key in on Henry all, all night long. They're going to, they're just really going to force Dobbs to throw the ball. And he hasn't shown he can do that. Uh, so give me, give me Jacksonville hundred percent. This is going to be a ginormous test <laughs> for the Titans. Um, I am split on this one, Seth. You might still be right about my pick, but I am debating this one wildly. Jacksonville at home. Point for Jacksonville. Jacksonville minus six and a half. Point for Tennessee. Mike Vrabel. Not letting his team get embarrassed to six straight losses and losing in primetime, point for Tennessee. Derrick Henry back and running heavy, point for Tennessee. Jacksonville running and passing the ball efficiently, point Jacksonville. Tennessee having the worst-ranked passing defense in the league at current moment, point Jacksonville. That is an even split for me, Seth. I'm Right on the line. Okay. It's a what have you done for me lately league, Owen. So it's really how much can you trust? And this is will what will be what Tennessee needs to win the game is Josh Dobbs to have some sort of passing presence in the early game to give a little bit of space for Derrick Henry. And if they can score a passing touchdown, that might be all they need. This could be a low-scoring game. I think it's like a 39-point over-under. Not very high. That feels fair for this game. So, that being said, give me Duval County. Jacksonville Jaguars, please. hey Did you think I was going to take Titans? I did. I really did. I wanted to. I wanted to. I've... There's it really it's really that Vrabel effect where I'm just like I he can't let the boys come out and get embarrassed, you know, week 18 I, for the division. I just think one of these two teams is outclassed over the other. And that's completely fair to say. And that's why I balance it out with it's just like you have one team that can run the ball very well, but no passing presence to be seen. And you have the other team who's very a very balanced offense all of a sudden. And I guess Dougie P, he might be the X factor here. I was going to say, you can't even say the coaching for Jacksonville because, like you just said, Dougie P, he's a Super Bowl winning head coach. The only problem with Dougie P is he's got like a play or two every week where he wants to he wants to do the Philly special. He wants to run it back. Some, some weird bullshit that, you know, really almost turns the tide on themselves. Yes, but sometimes it works. True. Um, however, I'm sticking with Jacksonville. I'm jagging off too. Hey, Jaguars. 
So the we're gang. sugar watering that one officially right now. Correct. Correct. I have a I feeling think... um, Jeremy would also take Jacksonville in this game. I think so. And a Tannehill Titans team, it probably, you know, the line would probably be maybe Jacksonville minus one. Um, but yeah, the Dobbs effect, that is a, that is a big deal. So next game, getting into our Sunday slate, the New York Jets who have Jack shit to play for. They do now. Traveling to the Miami Dolphins. Are you saying in an eight seed, eight seed playoffs? No, no, no. I up to two weeks ago they were fighting for a playoff spot, but their collapse here at the end is. Um, so I meant to say they have nothing to play for now. Where two weeks ago they were still fighting. Got it. I get you. I worded that poorly. No, it's all right. You did, but that's all right. I'll survive. <laughs> Jets traveling to the Miami Dolphins and apparently. A win to keep your job or a losing your out game for Mike McDaniel out of nowhere? Um, I don't believe that to be a fact. That was the report that came out today. It is a little bit shocking, a little bit jarring. I think it is kind of a – if it's true, it's it's probably coming from a Stephen Ross standpoint of um, I need a scapegoat so I can make room for Sean Payton to be my head coach. That would be – uh, where that's coming from, I believe. Um, but I don't. I just don't think he can because, as we talked about a little earlier, are you my, saying uh, he might be paying the coach to uh, to take a, a loss? Because <laughs> he would be paying out the rest of his contract for not having to coach for the next four or five years, whatever his contract is. Uh, just adding to that, like that that debt calculator, like the U.S. has with China. Boom. <laughs> NFL owners to former head coaches just running up the score. Yes. Those former head coaches, the are. tab is just getting larger and larger. Yes, it is. Um, that being said, oh, I mean, just wanted to be like, I mean, they started at eight and three, it has been a fall from grace for sure. And if they lose this, that would be six straight to lose, uh, six straight losses to finish the year and drop out of the playoffs. But like you said. How many of those games were Tua list games? Tua list. Uh, Tua list. If you're eight and nine, you probably lost five games um, because Tua was out or he had gotten hurt during that game. So, that being said, Miami at home has to win for sure, but also needs New England to lose to Buffalo. Um, seems like Skylar Thompson starting at quarterback with Teddy Bridgewater's broken pinky, uh, going up against this good Jets defense, who is probably just playing for pride at this point. You're probably going to see Sauce Gardner just be like, I ah, screw it. I'll be back here next, next year. Let me just, uh, F someone's day up. Ty- Ty- <laughs> 100% will. Uh, however, can the Dolphins do enough on offense? to uh, match up against that Jets team. Miami is favored by minus two points at home. That's surprising uh, with Skylar Thompson. Uh, uh, Mike White is the quarterback for the Jets, correct? Correct. Mike White is back. Looked terrible against Seattle last week. He did. That's why they'll be having a new quarterback next year. 
Mike White won't be that person. Um, they met earlier this year. Jets dominated with Owen. Oh, do you know who the quarterback was at that time? What week was it? Oh, it was in October. Was this um week six, I believe? What this this was Zach Wilson then? It was. Uh they ran for five touchdowns. Oh yeah, who am I? It was Brees. It was a Brees Hall game. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The poor guy. I mean, how different would this Jets team be with Brees Hall right now? Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, give me the Jets, Owen. I I don't feel great Jets about either plus. of these, but Skylar Thompson against that Jets defense. I I don't think either team puts up twenty points. I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I don't know what the over under is, but I'm probably taking the under regardless. Thirty eight point five. That's pretty low. It is pretty low. It's under forty. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, I th- I think this is a low scoring defensive battle. You know, the the Dolphins will do their best to try to have their slim playoff hopes stay alive. But I I don't think it's happening. Give me the Jets. He wants the Jets. Give him the Jets. Oh, against my better judgment, I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins at home under Skyler Thompson with Mike Glennon as the backup. I think it's Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. I believe he's the fourth. I believe. I believe it's Mike Glennon. If if Teddy um, isn't, I mean, all reports is that he couldn't even throw the ball. So, I mean, if that at that point, you know, you're not, that's kind of an important thing to do. So I think it's Mike Glennon. That's the backup. All right. Which will probably happen. I would love to see a Mike Glennon fourth quarter appearance game winner to potentially make the playoffs. Um, I just think it's going to be a big run game is going to be important. And I think uh, speed kills. You just you find a way, you know. Mike McDaniel, super creative. If Kyle, you know, Kyle Shanahan might be the best in these situations with a bad quarterback, um, getting your offense to work. I think Mike McDaniel is going to fit back into that mold. I know Skylar Thompson's not exactly ideal, and he's not even Brock Purdy, not by a long shot. But I think they find a way to make it work. You know, it's live or die. It's, 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 you got to get it. You got to save your job. Apparently, apparently got to save your job. I, I just can't believe there's no truth. There's any truth to that. I can't. I hope not. Cause otherwise, you know, my, my faith, if I had any faith left in NFL owners, it's gone. Um, at that point, if they let that happen, Jesus cripes. Uh, I think the Dolphins do enough on offense. I don't think they have to do a ton. I don't think they have to do a lot. I think they just do enough. Maybe uh, I think thirty-eight points sounds right for a total. So I don't. I wouldn't pick that over under. I'd say Dolphins around twenty, Jets sixteen, maybe something like that. That's what I'm feeling. All right, offense. Offense is helped Fair out enough. by the Jets. Miami offense is helped out because Jets offense will suck. That's my feelings on it. Give me the Dolphins. Next game. 
Cleveland. Again, nothing to play for. Traveling to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And what a big game it is for Seth's pseudo-AFC team. Big Kenny That'd Pickett. That'd be true. Uh, 100% I am. Steelers, outside shot to make the playoffs. Have to, you know, need some help. but They need a little help, but they can do it. They win here. You know, it, it's looking it's looking all right. Blount, Blounds. Cleveland Blounds. <laughs> the clowns, Brown, you mean? The clowns. The, the elves or whatever that's that dumb mascot is they have or the logo. <laughs> the uh, Browns are playing consecutive road games. Would love to close out their season beating, you know, their all-time rivals, of course. Can they do it? Ugly game, probably. But can Cleveland end Pittsburgh's playoff chances? The line is, I just had it, Pittsburgh minus two and a half at home. 100% give me Pittsburgh in this game. Cleveland won the earlier matchup, but this was a very very different Pittsburgh team. I think it was a Mitch Trubisky-led Pittsburgh team at the time. Don't care. Kenny Pickett, baby. Two glove Kenny, all the way. TJ Watt, your defensive player of the year, hundred percent. That Pittsburgh defense is been playing one of the. It's been one of the best defenses since TJ Watt has come back and has been fully healthy and such. That's a completely different. Essentially, defense. he was the sole cause. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, uh, and so Pittsburgh won't have to. That offense won't have to do much but they've done enough to win games and to stay within games. This will be another close AFC North bloodbath, but give me give me Pitt to win by a field goal. And depending on how the rest of those other games play out, maybe we'll just see them in the wild card round. Maybe. 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 They need, they need Buffalo to win, and I think the Jets to win as well to get that last spot. So it really is. Those are the only three teams vying for that seven seed. Is it? Uh, I believe so. Uh, I believe it's Pittsburgh, the Jets, and, or Pittsburgh, Miami, and New England. New England. And New England currently has that spot. They're a winning in. And I think, yeah, even if they lose, if Pittsburgh and Miami lose as well, yeah. they're also in. Got it. Okay. Oh. Got a lot of work. But uh, it can be done. Give me Pittsburgh minus two and a half. And uh, again, uh, TJ Watt, if if uh, player of the year awards were awarded for halves of the year, uh, TJ Watt, you know, by a long shot, you're not even considering anybody for the second half. Uh, I think Nick Bosa's got the deep boy uh, locked Probably. up at this point. Probably. But uh, yeah, I mean, TJ Watt, once he came back after, what was it? It was a, was it a shoulder injury or what? Uh, pack. It was torn pack, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. Jeez. I mean, you come back after like seven weeks from an injury like that, and you absolutely you know, change the defense, tear it up. Yeah. I mean, give me Pittsburgh team of destiny type vibes. Kenny Pickett, the 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 prince that was promised in Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> I mean, nice. They deserve. I mean, I we always like seeing Pittsburgh being good at football i think just as a as a podcast 
in general. Jeremy might not, but mainly because of the former quarterback. I would say Steelers being good is good for football. Give me Tomlin back into the playoffs. Tomlin is a very respected guy around the league. Nothing but love and respect for for somebody like him. Correct, correct. So we sugar-watered that one. Mini juice. Juice boxed it. Uh, I next, think I think Jeremy would go Pittsburgh as well. Yeah, if there's uh, you know, his residual hate for the Steelers, I think if there's anyone he hates more, it's probably uh the criminal on the other side. So uh, he doesn't do he doesn't want to touch the other side of the field there. No, probably not. Probably yeah, probably staying away from that one for sure. Next game. The Houston Texans Mills Mafia question mark at the Indianapolis Colts in a game that if you were betting this week in general, you stay the hell away from this game because <laughs> what? Uh, just yep. Just don't even touch it because um, this one is just it, it's all over the place. Uh, Texans are playing for the first pick in this one. If they lose, Bears win, or no? If they win, Bears lose. Bears get the number one pick. Um, you imagine they're playing to lose. Or you imagine they should be playing to lose. However, I mean, I just don't think there's any chance. Like that team, there's a lot of pieces playing for pride there. There's no clear cut at number one, uh, you know, spot even. You don't have a Joe Burrow. You don't have a Trevor Lawrence. You know, you could go. It seems like Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are a little interchangeable at this point. Why not come in and just, you know, embarrass the Colts one last time? Because uh, that <laughs> yeah. seems to be since since week 18 last year for the Colts, it's that's been the, uh, their their motto is let's just go out there and get embarrassed, guys. Um, poor Jeff Saturday and uh, in his last game at the coaching, probably last game as coach. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. For the career. I think he just he's like, fuck this. I'm staying on TV for now. <laughs> Five, five, six weeks of this is enough. Colts are starting Sam Ellinger, slinging Sammy, slinging Sammy, baby. I just, I'm not sure how much it matters. The offense is terrible. Obviously, JT has been out for a few weeks now. Um, can they play well enough to win Jeff Saturday's last game as coach ever? Colts minus two and a half at home. Colts minus two and a half at home. Yes. Can I take neither? Yes, but no. You might want to take one. You you could probably just wait for my pick and take the opposite just to give yourself a chance. Or, you know, that could be a detriment to you too. So I don't know. I don't know what you want to do. I'm taking Houston. I have a feeling that's where you're going as well. A little Mills Mafia down there. Give me Houston. Not like I have a lot of faith in Houston, but I just there's nothing coming out of Indy right now, and they're just waiting for the season to be over. They are, believe it or not, they are tied for points per game at 16.1. They're both 31st ranked, and their defenses are almost as bad point wise. So, this is two of the statistically wise, two of the worst teams in the league, right here. Oh, it's a big oof. It's a big <laughs> oof. Uh, uh, so give me Houston just because I think there's more there. Not like there's a lot, but I think there's more. Is Damian Pierce playing in this game? 
Or is he out? I'm trying to remember that one. Damian Pierce. Good question. We're we're removed from the uh, fantasy season that was. um, So I can't keep up on running back injuries as I did. In the in the in the past, is Damian Pierce out? Season is over. Season did end uh, against the Cowboys uh, about okay. five weeks ago. Oh, it did. Oh, ago. wow. It's been the okay. Right. Injury for sure. So they shut him down. Um, uh, still give me Houston, but uh, yeah, a game that nobody cares about. A game that just wants to be over. Regardless, give me Houston. And I think, uh, so you're picking Houston. I am going to agree with you. I am going to go Mills Mafia at least one last time, whether they Might go. as well. Probably the last time. Go. It might be in Houston. Uh, uh, there's talk that they might give Lovey Smith another year just to, you know, build a, keep keep the team going. Or Seth oh. is vehemently oh. disagreeing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um. I think a good rule of thumb in these types of games, because so I think every game we've picked so far had some sort of something mattering. Um, I think a good rule of thumb in these types of games, when you have two teams that are for sure ending their season the next day, maybe you just go ahead and pick the away team because the whole t- the home team, you know, in a player's mind, not saying. You know, they're much better and more disciplined people than us. But I'm just saying in a normal person's mind, you're probably thinking, like, I'm at home. We just got to wrap this game up. I can get in my car and I can go home for the rest of the season. I'm done. (laughs) I can go to Cancun in two days. Yes. um, Wear off my injuries and soak my soul. Um, So, but the away team has a plane ride. Plane ride home. Right. So they have to be like, you know, they'd be like, I mean, this sucks. This sucks for everybody out here. Let's just get a win, go home happy. You know, then we can start our off season. Right. So I'm going to go Texans here as well. So I agree. I think you had a good, good reason there. uh, Seth freaking Houston next game with a little mini juice box there, Tampa Bay traveling to the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm trying to remember if it matters at all. I don't think it does. It it doesn't. For for this it game, it doesn't. It yep. is meaningless. Um, Todd Bowles, Tampa Bay coach, came out and said, we're not sitting players. Uh, I think even Tom, Tom also spoke to the media, and I believe he said uh, he was asked with the possibility of sitting for sitting at halftime. He said, I don't want to freaking do that. I want to be out there with my guys. I want to win a football game, right? That's probably most players' mindsets. Um, you want, I think, and then it's, it's another thing, you want to build momentum going into the playoffs, right? Atlanta's at home here, Tampa Bay on the road. Tampa Bay is just starting to figure things out. Um, it's just, it's it's a it's a big question on how much Tampa Bay is going to play their starters because you don't want to be that head coach that played all your starters and then someone tore their ACL just in time for playoffs, right? Um, so that being said, Tampa Bay on the road, Atlanta's favored by four and a half points. Atlanta's favored? Yes, at home. So with all everything that I said, and even with Todd Bowles coming out and saying it, and Tom Brady coming out and saying it, 
I believe Vegas thinks starters are not going to play for long, if at all. At least the older guys, the more important guys. You know what I mean? Tom Brady's the whatever. You know. I guess the question is, is do I believe that or not? That is the question. And I think, you know, um, Bucks have Ryan Jensen and Tristan Wirfs uh, able to play. I just don't know if they're going to push them out there in this game. No, I don't. Those two, I don't. Yeah, I'd be surprised by that. Right. Which has obviously been their biggest struggle. Give me Tampa. I I truly believe that they will play a majority of the game. I think if they get up big, similar to, to that KC game, if they get up big, you know, early second half, then maybe they start sitting people. Uh, but, you know, this has been a very up and down season for Tampa and a lot of question marks there. You know they're going to want to go out into the playoffs feeling good. They're not going to want to go into the playoffs winning a 13 to 10 game, Brady on that offense struggling again and all that stuff. They're going to want to go in hot, hot and ready. I think they play a majority of this game, if not the whole thing. And I'll 100% take Tampa on this. I, um, so quick answer here. I'm going to agree with you. I think there is a chance to probably see, uh, I think, I think they play the half, the first half for sure. So I think if you're a betting man, you bet Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay's line for the first half. Um, but I think Tampa Bay is still just they're they're still a good team. They have had their struggles, but like the talent is all there. Um, so you could yes. play just like the most basic game plan. Um, I guess the Falcons team they're gonna play hard. The Falcons are a little spicy at times. They have um, been. I guess my quick question to you, Seth. Uh, does if you're Atlanta, do you are you you're probably cutting Mariota this year? I don't know if he was on a one year contract or not, but you're probably if he's not, he's probably not playing at Atlanta this year or next year. Do you even want to start Desmond Ritter going into next year because he hasn't been on fire by any means since taking a starting role? I get that. That's always a big question is like, you know, do you throw the young guy out there to learn or? You know, you risk obviously, like you know, crushing his mentality kind of deal, and just making him just starting him in in, in worst case scenario. You know, what I mean, like, yeah, I agree. I I think they I think you need to put him out there because you gotta you gotta know if the guy's gonna be able to sink or swim. You know, they're gonna have tough moments in the league. They're gonna have these big time these big time deals. This is a big game because if they're able to beat Brady. And the Bucks, you know that that's a that's a good makes win. feel good, yeah. yeah. Especially if it's a Desmond Ritter win that like gives him something, um, going your feather in his cap going into the off season when the Falcons like. There's gonna be some quarterbacks out there. There's gonna be some, you know, the Derek Cars, Jimmy G's. Yes. I think Jameis is a potential option. You know, you got all the four or five potential first round quarterbacks. Jameis just floating around the South still, huh? <laughs> He's gonna hit every team by you know by the end of it. I'm sure. Um, Jameis Winston. Um, yeah, I one hundred percent would start would start Ritter though. Regardless, uh, you, you just got you got to give Jameis him some Winston more some down more in reps. Georgia. There it is, like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I think for sure Desmond Ritter's playing this one. I just think I just wonder about you know his future in Atlanta. I guess that's it. it he didn't get much of a chance, but I just I don't know. Like 
I think Artie Smith is a good coach. I think he's got some good offensive chops. You got Kyle Pitts. You got Drake London. You got a good you, – you got some pieces. Right? There, are, there are definitely some pieces there. Defense needs a lot of work, but I think the offense has potential. I agree. I agree. So, uh, but regardless, we juice box that Tampa Bay plus four and a half on the road. Next game, NFC South, where it truly doesn't matter. The the Carolina Panthers traveling to the New Orleans Saints, the Aints, as Jeremy would say. <laughs> two teams that are done. Saints have played well the past two weeks. However. Took a big win against uh, Philly, um, a team that doesn't have a first-round pick currently because of um, old Philly. Yep. So they're not really playing to lose. Defense on Saints side has played really well. Could show that here in Carolina. Uh, Carolina playing second consecutive road game with nothing much to play for. Eliminated last week. I don't know. Saints are looking advantage in this matchup. They're favored by three and a half at home. Give me the Saints. Uh, you mentioned it. Saints have played better over the last couple of weeks. You also mentioned it. You know, no pick to play for. So in their minds, they're probably like, let's win this game. We hurt Philly's chance, who was a conference opponent that could impact us next year. So why not go out there? They'd be eight and nine. You know, that's not for a a team that most people thought were going to be bottom dwellers this year. Eight and nine, that's not a terrible record. They could, you know, if, if Tampa loses, they could conceivably have the same record as Tampa, who was the division winner. Crazy, right. believe it or not. <laughs> uh, give me the Saints. Give me the Saints. I think that's a fair, definitely a fair thing to say. I'm definitely going to say the Saints. I think they're one of those franchises that just have uh, uh, a lot of pride. Uh, a lot of one of those teams that they come out and they show for the fans because the fans are very rabid down there. I think they. I don't know if they'd ever be forgiven if they didn't. <laughs> um, Dennis Allen down there. I forget. I, one of the most forgettable head coaches uh, at current moment. Yeah, really. Yeah. Right. Um. However, just running just a very consistent defense that like that's just what he does. I think a very good defensive coordinator. So I think um uh it's a pity, you know, they kind of set they were set back multiple, multiple years with Drew Brees and uh Sean Payton leaving. Um after having what I I don't know, they probably were in the playoffs like 10 straight years at that point. Yeah, a lot of success there. Obviously, Super Bowl winning obviously as well. Yeah. You know, way way back when, but yes, still, still, uh, Drew Brees and his uh, dumb baby, as Pat McAfee would say. Um, <laughs> um, I yeah, I think Saints more than any team are playing for pride this week. I will take the Saints. I think Carolina can definitely sneak it out, but uh, yeah, I mean, Carolina, they're not gonna. They're getting a new head coach next year. Could it be Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh is the big, the big fantasy free agent coach. Yeah, coming into the it year. sounds like he's staying in Michigan though. He Just said reports. he came out and said like I, uh, I never know what happens in the future, but I expect to be on the Michigan sideline next year. But if you read it in totality, his it was the most nothing 
press release of all time. It was, it was ultimately like, we'll see what happens, right? Yeah. Pay me. Yeah. He did it last year too, and he got paid a ton of money, ton of money. They could, they could be doing the same thing here. Just like Michigan. Hey, I think I'm going to be here. I don't know. <laughs> and then Michigan's like, okay, here's another 5 million. Sure. All right. I'll stay. Probably. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. yeah no, fine. Be. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I wasn't actually going to leave, but sure. I'll take it. <laughs> Suck you out of 5 million more. <laughs> Suckers. Uh, next game. After a little juice box action there, I did pick the Saints. I don't know if I said that for sure, but you did. Got it. Yes. Next game. A big one. Um, in terms of just wanting to see how this team comes out and responds in the face of near tragedy, one of the worst things you can, you know, conceive on a football field. And luckily it did have hopefully a good bright side this week. But regardless, it's an important game for both teams. Patriots traveling to Buffalo in the Bildo game. The Buffalo Bills love throwing out, um, uh, how would you say, uh, manufactured uh, <laughs> paraphernalia of sorts. Uh, yes. I guess maybe uh, fake genitalia. How about we'll do that? Uh, fake genitalia <laughs> out onto the field. Some extracurriculars happening. To celebrate their home game against the Patriots year to year. They get to do it in the final Game of the year, this one. Bills playing for seeding. Patriots playing a win-in-in scenario. This is going to be a hard matchup, I think. This will be a tough one. Bills, obviously, we talked about suspended game. Mental, some big mental toughness coming out of this one with that fallen teammate in DeMar Hamlin, who's a good player. He's he's a really good player, filling in for Hyde this year. Yeah. Right? Um. So getting past that will be tough. Can the Bills play well and all but end their division rival? Give them just continue to give them payback for the years and years and years and years of AFC East torture. Kick them out of the playoffs, lock in a number one seed. Bills are favored by seven points flat at home, Seth. In what should be, as Owen hinted at it earlier in the pod, the juice of the week, give me the Bills 100%. This, if the magnitude of this game wasn't what it is for the Bills, I'd say it'd be closer, but I are, I'm not going to repeat everything, but the Bills are playing for more than just a seed, a playoff seed. Right. And I, I, to me, that's the difference in this game. I, I would almost, I wouldn't even, I don't want to necessarily say it's important for them to come out and show out. I just think that they're gonna, right? I just think that's just gonna happen. They're gonna come out. They're gonna play a tough matchup. The thing about it is, like the Patriots aren't gonna slouch. Um, they are again fighting for their playoff hopes. However. The uh, you know, Bills just feel like they have they just have that spirit, you know, coming yes, into it. Hundred percent. Um, Patriots also just have a shitty offense. <laughs> just a <laughs> shitty offense. You know, I have to imagine this game ends, and uh, you know, Monday morning you see 
Matt Patricia, Joe Judge out in New England slash demoted role, and they're going to be looking for an OC, right? I think that's just going to happen. So give me the Bills for sure. I might just lock in. I'm just going to tell Jeremy he's picking the Bills. There's no way he can. I I think he'd pick the Bills regardless. The troubling too. Let me let me see this. Because uh, in in um, FanDuel you can check where the public money is going, like the trends. And uh, well, it's not as much as I was potentially thinking, but seventy percent of the money is being bet on Buffalo, which is obviously yeah. you know of course people are going to do that. So yes. Got to give Buffalo the props here. Next game. Interesting. Minnesota is out of the one seed uh, contention. However, they can get the two seed here if San Francisco loses. Um, uh, we'll Which they probably game. won't. San Francisco, San Francisco is playing the Cardinals. That's right. Yep. Who they ripped up. But Minnesota has a chance regardless. Um, coming into Chicago, this game opened at the Vikings Fair by five and a half. News came out today or yesterday that Nathan Peterman will be starting for the Chicago Bears, um, which has moved that line to seven and a half. Not it's, as much as you would think, but go ahead. No, I I get it with Fields. To 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 avoid injuries and such, but why not have done that two weeks ago, three weeks ago? You know what I mean? Yes, I mean I do. They they knew the risk then. They were obviously out of the playoffs, out of any kind of hope. Maybe maybe this is a a a tanking move, something that we shy away from. But it, it doesn't necessarily feel like that. But it, you know, it's. You know, hey, let's it's one of those games for these teams that's hey, let's get in there and let's get out and move on. Kind of yeah, deal. that's fair enough. Um, and again, if they lose and Texans win, they that first round or first first overall is theirs. Um, obviously they don't need a quarterback, so that'd be a good draft haul they could get for it potentially. Um, and then obviously we know what we know about the Vikings is uh they didn't play very well last week. The defense has been kind of sputtering the past few weeks. Um, close games always, except I think they did they did take care of the Giants pretty well two weeks ago. Is that correct? What I remember. That right? is correct. Minnesota um, Chicago have the two worst defenses in the league. There it is. That is a factor. Uh, the over under, <laughs> however, is only forty three. So I guess they're only thinking the Vikings are going to score points. Um, well, yeah, no Justin Fields to run all over everybody. Correct. Uh, the one thing you have to think about for the Vikings, though, they've shown that they cannot play on a cold outdoor field all of a sudden, even though they are the Minnesota, you know, the Minnesota team. The Domers. Uh, they struggled, struggled out there in Lambeau, getting their footing I keep telling, like, I had arguments with Vikings fans. I didn't, I wasn't even rubbing it in their faces, right? But, you know, they wanted to come out with their excuses. And I just told them, look, I would put full blame on the equipment trainer because nobody's cleats were prepared for Lambeau Field for some reason, right? Yeah. There's a conspiracy out there that the Packers watered the middle of the field <laughs> to sabotage the Vikings game plan. That was a fun one. Yeah, um, of course. 
course. The reasoning. What was the reasoning? I see. It was a Reddit. It was a Reddit comment. It was. And he said. He said there hasn't been precipitation in Green Bay since uh, uh, December twenty third. So how can that field be wet? And then I thought about you know like, okay, Green Bay plays on grass. They don't play on turf. You know perhaps uh, perhaps they use sprinklers to water the field maybe. So uh, maybe that explains the appearance of water on a grass field at times. Snow perhaps. could help with that know, too. Something to snow that sits in the in the ground forever. You know. And so, and I believe it's I believe it's still a heated surface of of some degree. It is, and of course, you know, snow when it melts, it turns into water. Slick, a little slick. Yeah. Um. So that was just a fun conspiracy to to see. Not and it's again, it's like not a lot. Most Vikings fans would say, "Jesus Christ, the Vikings played like shit." Right. Yes. That is, and that is correct. They did. Um, it was just fun seeing the, some of the excuses out of the fringe fans there. Oh, yes. So now, hopefully, they have fired and hired a new equipment trainer who knows how to get the correct uh, cleat length on these fine folks. Vikings coming into Chicago, minus 7.5. Obviously, like I said, Vikings playing for the second seed. It's a little bit of a long shot. Bears looking awful. Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, are you saying Vikings here? Uh, seven and a half, you said? Yes, on the road. It's it's within uh one possession, so give me Minnesota. Oh boy, did you say it is? I guess it is within one possession. Yeah, you're right. My fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I'll thought you were gonna flip I'll the... take the eight. If it was if it was eight and a half, are you picking Chicago? Yes. It's right. It's right there. It's right on your own line. Your line is eight. I yeah, respect. It's that. right there. Yeah, it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Give me, give me Minnesota as well. I'm I'm taking Minnesota. Full show. And we know Jeremy for some reason is in love with Minnesota. For I I think it's just a shot at me more than anything. Keep putting Minnesota in this top five. It's ludicrous. It's asinine. It's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. It's I I don't even know what else to say. Regardless, yeah, we're all taking Minnesota. Seth, that. In, in a week that you need four more wins than me, we just juice boxed six games in a row. <laughs> so all I need to pick is four different. That's all I need. And you just got to be confident in them. I think we have two, two that are different. Just two. Yep. I picked well, we, we still got a handful of games. Maybe I'll take Detroit. You never know. I, I will say that there are seven games left. One of them is the green Bay game. So, which means, and we know we both know what's happening there. So, out of the six games left, I will pick at least four different. Okay. I will pick and choose. So, that means I can only pick two as the same. Okay. Because I am a man of integrity. I want to beat you. Senseless. Yes. That's that's integrity right there. Senseless. Beat him senseless. Beat him up. Which means that Yeah, I only see I only see Jeremy picking we're gonna give him that Buffalo pick probably, and that'll be our juice of the week. I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, and I already, just I, already t- I already put it down. It's already there. I'll just tell him to pick every single one of the rest of the games opposite of me, gives him the best chance. 
as long as he picks at least three different than you. Then uh, and then we'll be good to go. So this next game, we got the, I mean, uh, kind of sort of the AFC North division title. Um, I believe Cincinnati has it locked up already, just looking at it. Uh, they have a the two-game sus- lead. With the sus- with the suspension, technically, they have the crown, right? So we'll see what the NFL does with it. I think they do regardless because Cincinnati has twelve wins. Baltimore only has ten. Well, Cincinnati though, I thought they have. I thought they have eleven. No, I I'm looking at the record. It says twelve and four. I have eleven and four, so it is eleven and four. Oh, um, interesting. Right. Okay. So I'm not sure what happened um with uh wherever you're reading it. If they I oh, guess Oh the... I see what uh, okay, that's weird. Anyways. It is uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I know people are doing weird stuff right now with their st- whatever. But uh, you know, besides the canceled game, Bengals are coming off seven straight wins against you know, less than stellar teams, but you know, you throw the Bucks and the Patriots in there as the last two. Those are respectable wins for sure. Um, now you come in probably your biggest test. Lamar, um, it still could, it still could be. It hasn't been confirmed. I don't think it's Lamar. They're 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 locked up for the playoffs already. As far as I that's know, true. it's a Tyler Huntley game. That's fair. I guess that's true. Uh, again, like we talked about, I mean, if even if you're playing, there's a slight chance if you're playing for the division crown, which the NFL has yet to confirm or deny, um, <laughs> that you that you put Lamar Jackson out there if he's healthy. However, if you're locked into the five seed, you stick with the five seed. You trot Tyler Huntley out. Well, I guess the Chargers are playing for the five seed, but again, like five and six seed, I don't know if that's enough to for you to risk. Um, if Lamar is not healthy quite yet. So imagine uh, Lamar being out of this game. So Cincinnati's got a good chance to just keep on their hot streak and take. Would be seven in a row? Potentially. I don't know if they're fighting for the second seed anymore. So it would be, yeah, it would be seven in a row. Um, Bengals had their game suspended, obviously. Uh, Preparation is impacted here wholeheartedly. Bengals players obviously are kind of, in a weird way, tied to what the Bills are dealing with too, because that's something you yes. experience, something you got to bounce back from, uh, get your mind right heading to the playoffs. Um, with a Tyler Huntley, I don't know, I don't know how much we even. You're right, how much we even say about this game? Cincinnati favored by seven and a half at home. Give me Cincinnati, hundred percent. I, I I assume we'll all go there, or at least the two of us will. I without Lamar, this offense just isn't the same. This team isn't the same. Cincinnati, not on the same level or degree as Buffalo, but you know they're gonna they want to come out and they want to play. For, this is this is still an important game for them. This game matters, and, and it's gonna be uh, they they need this game to go out into the playoffs. They need a, they need a big W, just to kind of not not wipe away what happened earlier this week, but to maybe kind of just be able to move on kind of deal. Uh, so give me Cincinnati all the way. Cincinnati all the way, he says. Jingle all the way, baby. I have a tough time. Uh, you know, thing is Baltimore might be thinking that same way. 
want to get some sort of a good performance out of the rest of the team before Lamar comes back, get some sort of something rolling. Um, and Cincinnati, you know, by halftime might have uh, their starters sitting. So give me Baltimore. Give me Baltimore. We'll stay within a possession. So that will be your chance. Wait, did you just take Baltimore? I took Baltimore plus seven and a half. Wow. I did. Okay. I did. Yep. It, it it absolutely could be a bloodbath, but what I'm thinking is uh, you know, Cincinnati comes out, forms a good half. Baltimore still playing semi tough. Cincinnati sits the starters. Okay. I get that. Baltimore keeps it in. Probably doesn't win, but keeps it win within a thinking like a you know, maybe like a, a 23-17. That's what I'm kind of aiming for. All right. Fair enough. Yep. So and I only have two agreements. I'm not gonna waste it on the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> with nothing really to play for, other than a little bit of pride when the other team also has, you know, momentum to play for. So give me the Ravens. Next game. Jeremy's trying to send me his picks, but I, I still have yet to tell him the situation. So I will I sure. will have we'll, we will we'll hammer that out. Okay. Uh, on the on the recap pod. Well sure. tell you what officially happened, what I'm telling you probably will happen. Because <laughs> Jeremy's gonna pick a lot against the against me a lot. Um I'll have to sit him down. I have to talk to him. I have to <laughs> tell him what needs to happen. You need to throw for 600 yards, six touchdowns, and your quarterback is Gardner Minshew. But you need to do it, right? So next game. Speaking of Gardner Minshew. hey The New York Giants traveling to the Philadelphia Eagles. We're now into the afternoon slate. Eagles can lock up the top seed if they win this game. Giants are locked into Damn. sixth seed. However, Brian Dayball has come out and said he's playing his starters no matter what. Again, it feels like a Todd Bowles situation where it's like, okay, you're probably starting your starters. How much are you playing them if it doesn't matter? Especially if they have any injury concerns at all. Um, but Jalen Hurts should be back here, um, which is obviously a huge lift from the past couple weeks. I think they're just they just lost two since Jalen left. So the Philly Philly, Philly needs this game. Philly needs this game by a lot. However, the spread is uh is spread is something, Seth. Let me tell you that. It's high. <clears throat> Again, Philly playing for their 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 one seed. They're also playing for their division crown. Philly with a Philly loss and a Dallas win, Dallas takes the crown and potentially the one seed. Right. Yeah. I believe they – well, I think what happens with, with San Francisco as well is a toss-up in there. So Correct. Correct. But, yes. For sure. And these, all these games, all the NFC top seed games are pl- being played in the afternoon slot all one by one by one. Of so course. So you will know it as it goes. Um, Seth, Philadelphia at home favored by 14 points against the Giants – who Danny Dimes looks to be out there. Starters have been slated to play this game. How are you thinking? What are you feeling? Um, Last time they played Owen, 
which was just about a month ago, Philly nearly put up a 50-burger on the Giants. 48, their highest score of the season. I guess it is, yeah. I guess they feel like a team that has hit 50 like twice, but they've been close. They have. Give me Philly, 100%. I don't believe Brian Dayball in this situation. They really have nothing to play for at all. Avoid any injuries heading into the postseason. You need a healthy Saquon. You need a healthy Danny Dimes. You need some of those healthy pieces on defense. Why risk it? Bench them. They may play a quarter. They may play a series. I don't believe that they're going to play the whole game. Philly, like you mentioned, they're playing for the one seed. They're playing for the division. They are going to want this, and they want it bad. Give me Philly all the way. Seth wants Philly, which is the smart and measured pick, you know, to pick the favorite that has more to play for. I'm going to be a nice guy, and I'm going to let Jeremy have the Philadelphia pick and oppose him and take the Giants plus 14 strictly for the fact that it's 14 points against two decent teams. I don't think Mr. Brian Dayball, potential Coach of the Year candidate, will get blown out by the same team twice in one year. I don't see it happening. And I don't think... So I don't think the NFC East winner can drop to the third seed, so they're probably not playing the Giants in wildcard weekend either. They're not. Nope. Nope. You're correct. So, but I just uh, I it's, again, pride. It's all pride this week, Seth. Give me the Giants plus 14. Eagles are going to win this game. Giants keep it. You know, what is close? Is two possessions close? I don't know. <laughs> but give me 14 Yeah, close-ish. I'm going to take the chance. I'm going to take the shot. Give me the Giants right. plus 14. I can talk myself into that one. Right. I don't want to waste. We have four more games. There. I mean, I've, there's a potential chance that we just agree. We, we disagree on all these, which gives it's, you a higher chance. All right. But give me the ginormous Giants. The giantess <laughs> Giants. Um. All right. Next game. Los Angeles Rams traveling to the Seattle Seahawks. In a game that the Seahawks fans have uh, complained about for timing-wise, which understandably so, but it's also like you're in the position, you left it up to the NFL to schedule this game. You could have had um, a locked-in playoff spot had you just won one more time, I believe. Seahawks, minus six at home against Baker Mayfield. And I believe the Rams also do not have any first-round picks they don't. still they don't. for a couple years still, maybe. Um, so, uh, regardless, Seahawks need this, and they got to hope the Lions beat the Packers in Sunday night football. So, there's a, there's a long road for Seahawks, but it's there. It is, it is laid out. 
Um, Seattle defense played well last week, but it was the Jets. It was the Mike White Jets. Um, can that carry over here against the Rams offense that looked like crap against the Chargers last week? Um, after beating big big time on the Denver Broncos, but that week, you know, week week sixteen, Denver Broncos wasn't an NFL team. That was not an NFL team out there on the field at all. Um, uh, by no means, it was. Not. Can Can Geno Smith have a banner day to finish off the season that was MVP Geno time? Again, Seahawks minus six at home. I'm curious what you're going to do here, Owen. You said Seattle by minus six? Yes. Upset of the week, baby. I'm taking the L.A. Rams. The L.A. Rams. And what Seattle is do or die, literally do or die, if they lose this game, does not matter what happens in that Sunday night game. They need this. I, I get I get the complaints of the, the timing. Uh, but if you're Seattle, you know, it, it, it do, you don't have anything hanging over your head while you're playing. It's simply you go out there, you play your game, you win, you go home, you watch Sunday night, and you hope and pray that the Lions win. But as... Losing his name, but our our college football guy would say, not so fast, my friend. Give me the L.A. Rams to upset Seattle and dash their playoff dreams. Baker Mayfield says, hey, maybe I am your quarterback of the future. If Stafford decides to hang it up or whatever it may be. And, uh... Humbly ends the Geno Smith era in Seattle. Just maybe. So give me the Rams to to end the season on a high note. And uh, upset, a little upset city. A little upset city, for sure. little upset city. What what do you think, though? What do you think of that? Big Baker Mayfield fan, huh? Uh, by no means, but I, I just have a feeling that the Rams just, you know what? They, they want to shut down their division opponent and say, screw you. We ain't going to the playoffs. You ain't either. That's, that's my bold take of the week. Seth is on the, the Los Angeles Rams plus six. I am in a big, in a big uh, matchup to clear the Sunday night game to become a win and in matchup, which is what the NFL wanted. It's crazy to see the NFL wanting your team to lose so they can have a bigger matchup in prime time, but that's what's happening to the Seahawks fans here. Really, it really is. It's it's unfortunate, but that is what's happening. See, uh, Rams plus six for Seth. What I am going to do is I am going to pick I'm right on the edge. Give me the Seahawks by a touchdown. Seattle. All right. I think they're the better team. You know, the Rams had some steam. They're, they're a fun team all of a sudden with Baker. But, uh, I mean, the Seahawks are just uh, – they got the fire, I think. 
It was unfortunate. I think they played Kansas City last week. Is that correct? Seattle? No, they played, they played Kansas City two weeks ago. Then. Yeah, they they played them recently, which which hurts. It's a big. Was a, it's a big game. There was a game. Yeah, I think it was the game against Kansas City where they they came out and like all the. Uh, I had picked Seattle that week plus ten, and they came out and like the whole receiver room came out shirtless and they're like, "Oh, we're the tough guys. This cold isn't affecting us." And that was like the ultimate. I knew Kansas City was going to beat them up. That at that point, it was in their head. It was that was a tough scene, but I think they they're fine. They're playing at home for a chance to get in. I'm going to say the Seahawks win this game. Hopefully by six. Fair enough. Fair enough. And in a twist, a fun, chaotic twist, because we love chaos, Seth. We do. Jeremy Supreme. Jeremy had sent his picks in. I told him the situation. He's down seven. He needs seven. He has voted for chaos and will be picking 15 games differently. Than myself. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) Is there ever? Is there there ever? Quite the chance for Mr. Jeremy Shimko himself. Uh, He, he, the one stipulation he gave me, he's like, do whatever needs to be done, but I want my Eagles. And the Eagles he gets because I had already declared for the Giants. I knew that was going to happen. I thought, you know what? Do him a solid. Give me the Giants plus 14. So here we are. Jeremy's going opposite of me, and we're leaving the only juice of the week to you, Seth. Buffalo minus seven. And maybe the biggest juice of the season. And the last. The juice is loose. Oh, yeah. Of course we're going to do playoff games as well. Of course we're going to do that. However... This is a big, impactful week for you guys, my my friends. <laughs> In that case, Jeremy wants Baker Mayfield. Biggest Baker Mayfield there is. He agrees with Seth for once. For once. I don't do a much lone dog uh, on the line is right. I will be honest. Someone usually agrees with me, or I That's, agree with somebody. That is true. That is true. Seth and Jeremy are the weirdos. He but is a I, Baker fan, though. He is a Baker fan. But I am I am out here. I will be taking the most lone dogs of the week because I am up against it. And I'm I might just tank my season, apparently. That's what it's happening. I just I just we're here for chaos though, right? I'm shooting three pointers at the end of the game. I don't care. I'm not holding on to that ball. I'm chucking them. I want to beat you guys. Hail Mary's left and right. Okay. That's it. Full of grace. The Lord is with thee. In Denver. Mr. Unlimited in his last game in Denver uh, of the year because they are certainly not making the playoffs. However, he is stuck there, or Denver is stuck with him for the next two, three years before they reasonably have a shot at getting rid of him because of the contract. Chargers are coming into town. Denver favored by two and a half points. Chargers are trying to upgrade from the sixth seed to the fifth seed which a victory will all but surely lock that in. Well, now that I think about it, I'd have to look. 
I'd have to look for sure. I think I think it does comfortably. I think it does, but I can I can take a quick peek and find out. Is Baltimore locked the five seed in with a win now that uh the Bengals Ooh. for sure? And this is this was a recently we missed this. Uh this happened yep. during the pod or just before the pod. Seth, go ahead and say it. Yeah, so we were debating it, you know, as we were going through these games, but uh I did read um that Cincinnati has been declared the AFC North champions. Which is all but understandable. Or all yes. understandable. Whatever. But um, what's weird is if they were to play in wildcard round, a flip of the coin would determine home field. Only for those two teams? Only for those two teams. Which I suppose could happen if the Bengals and Chargers win for sure. Yes. That would mean... Six seed Ravens will play three seed Bengals. So that'll be interesting. Interesting see that maybe that could happen in Green Bay. What do you say? What a flip of the coin? No, the oh, I was thinking neutral field again. Damn it. Oh, neutral field. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Flip of the coin. I I mean, I would love to see that. I just don't think Green Bay would ever be considered. There will it will be the most televised coin flip of all time. (laughs) Yes. It would be. Reminds me of Friday Night Lights, the movie, where they had three coaches flipping three coins. Odd man out is out of the championship. That was a fun one. Um, All right. Denver playing for nothing. Who cares? Nathaniel Hackett's gone. They played better last week. Um, Played better. They did play for sure better. And and one last ride for Jerry Rosberg. On the sideline, he was going <laughs> off on the officials. I don't know if you watched the game at all, but he was old. I saw man some of those highlights screaming at the kids on his lawn. Um, for sure, he could not, he's not used to that scenario, but he let it fly. Um, do they show, show a little more of that here? Can the Broncos hang around, possibly pull off an upset against a division rival? Again, Broncos favored by two and a half, which makes you think that. Players like Joey Bosa might not be playing. That's what that line tells me. But uh, go ahead. I'll figure that out for sure, but uh, let me know your thoughts. Uh, I get it. You know, it's it's a lot of these games where it's, you know, especially teams that are locked in into the playoffs. You sit those players. Once again, I don't buy it. Similar to Tampa. This is a... This is a pseudo-important game for L.A., for the Chargers. They're getting some people back that are weren't healthy, been out most of the year. You bring them in. You play them for a bit just so they can shake off some of that rust more. And you know they're not going to want to lose to a division opponent heading into the playoffs. Once again, you want to feel good. You want to ride high into the playoffs. Give me the Chargers. Go Chargers. Go Chargers. Go. You're a big Chargers fan, huh? I've I've been on them all year. You know, it's been a bit of a roller coaster season for the Chargers, but they they're if they are ninety five percent healthy heading into the playoffs, that's gonna be a dangerous team. So watch out, my friend. Give me the Chargers regardless. Are you brave enough to pick Denver, Owen? 
I might be. Um, so the scenario for the Ravens, and I don't know if you confirmed this. I, I forget if, if you did for sure. Ravens need a win and a Chargers loss. Then they get the five seed. If that the Ravens right. lose, if the Ravens lose, who they are playing at noon, Chargers playing it in the afternoon, Chargers might have the five seed locked up by the time kickoff happens, um, which will be terrible <laughs> for any betters before <laughs> yes. the game starts like us. Right. So this one could be a little weird. Um, they're treating this this week's preparation like any other. Of course, that is the coach line of things. We are going to prepare to win this football game with the guys, the 48 guys that are going to be active and uh, ready on this team. Um, but they will be ready to adjust, is what he said. So whatever the analytics tells you, that is what that man is doing. That is, <laughs> that is for All sure right. what's happening. Derwin James looks like he is going to be out with a concussion injury, though, and it probably would have happened regardless. Yes. So, that being said, oof. You at the Chargers. I did indeed. Give me the Chargers. Hey, oh. I'm so, a Chargers fan. I am. Can't help it. I get it. Shout out, Salty Dalty. The only Chargers fan I know. Um, so, is Jeremy going Denver then? Is that what we're saying? That means Jeremy's on the Denver train. Jeremy's oh, missed, baby. Jeremy's uh, Jeremy's having a danger witch while watching this game. Uh, <laughs> in honor of, of Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. Broncos country is riding under the Shimko All right. flag. So, interesting. Yeah, interesting development. I just couldn't help myself. You know, I love the Chargers. Yeah, uh, I get it. It's think they're it's, on a hot streak. They are the team. They are the they are the wild card team to beat in the AFC. Uh, you feel good about the pretty. You feel pretty good about the top three seeds, but I think they're going to handle Jacksonville or Tennessee the wild card weekend pretty easy, in my estimation. Most so, likely. Most look likely. out. We're just let's ready for some momentum to start building. And another interesting one. San Francisco playing for the one seed in Arizona playing for, I don't know, a, a JJ Watt send off perhaps. Sure. Yep. San Francisco is favored by 14 points at home. Cardinals have been done for a long time. Um, they so have you, indeed. You have to imagine the tickets to Cabo have already been booked. Old Cliffy Kingsbury getting out of town before he ends up losing his job, potentially. Probably, uh, yep. Uh, next Monday. But we don't talk about another man's job on this show, except for when we do. Um, 49ers. Defense was rough last week against the Raiders. That vaunted 49ers defense. There were there were some cracks in the armor, but uh, those cracks were by the name of Devontae Adams. This Cardinals offense is pretty bad, and uh, wouldn't you know it, David Blau has been announced as the starting quarterback for the Cardinals. Uh, former third string quarterback of the uh, Detroit Lions, who was then cut. Uh... 
will be starting an NFL game against the San Francisco 49ers. Best defense in the league. Again, Seth, uh, something to look forward to. I mean, I think J.J. Watt's like a sack or two away from a, like a million-dollar escalator in his contract. Yes. So, you know, nice way to send himself off. Maybe him, maybe maybe just, maybe they're just playing hard. Maybe they just want to, you know, maybe they don't want to see San Francisco have an easy ride. Um, I think San Francisco needs to win. Philly needs to lose. Is that what it yes. is? Yes. Yep. They need Philly to lose for sure. Got it. And then if San Francisco loses, Philly loses, then Dallas gets the one seed. Yep. If Dallas wins. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So some some interesting dynamics there for that first seed still. However, Um, San San Francisco by 14 at home. Give me San Francisco. I would love to say this would be the juice of the week, but we already cemented that one. And we know Jeremy's going to take the opposite. I have a feeling I might be lone dog in this one. Lone wolfing it. Uh, give me San Fran, though. I There's nothing for that Arizona team. Nothing. And like we said, San Francisco is playing for something, potentially. Obviously, Philly plays at noon, so that might be cemented for San Francisco. But they're still playing for the two seed, which matters. Give me San Fran all the way. Oofta. Seth, I think I made a uh, promise to you that I cannot keep. I'm going to have to, though. Shit balls. Do what needs to be done, Owen. I will. <sighs> All right. I did make a promise to you. I will keep. Give me the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, oh, plus 14 in probably the worst bet I've ever felt about. But because I locked myself in, um, I'll take the 14 points. Give me the 14 points. I don't feel too bad about it. Could be a trouncing. It was in Mexico City not too long ago. And uh, with Kyler Murray on the roster, active roster, um, which means Jeremy's going to go San Francisco here. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just scoping out the next game and I'm just uh, trying to decide which one I feel better about. So I am going to bite the bullet. Give me Arizona with a chance. All right. Got a chance. And I got they just gotta points. they gotta keep it within two touchdowns. That's it. 14 points. That's all. That's all we need. Next game. And I kind of tip my hand. So we'll see what you do. Seth, the Dallas Cowboys. Traveling to the Washington Major Tutties. Did you, did you happen to see that mascot reveal? I I did. I did. Uh, interesting. Uh, Washington, Dan Snyder, I tell you, they know how to stay in the news. That's for sure. That's all they do. Uh, unintentionally, too. When, he, when all he wants is for the news to leave him alone, um, he does it again. <laughs> Yep. Uh, exactly. In a, in a, you know, name their mascot Major Tutty, and then the the face reveal came out, and all I could think of, and probably what he will be known from this moment on is Major Hog, the Washington Major Hogs, hosting the Cowboys. The Major Hogs 
the Hogs, for short, have been eliminated, playing for nothing. And I believe rookie Sam Howell has been named the starter this week. He and has been. What you'd have to imagine is a, it's a ta- it's a healthy Taylor Heineke. He's going to be like a healthy scratch of sorts. Um, I have to imagine this is going to be his last game in Washington. Um, Sam Howells? As a no Taylor. Oh, Taylor Heineke. Sorry, Taylor as Heineke. a member as a member of the Commanders. Um, so that add that to the quarterback carousel next year. Maybe he's the starter somewhere next yeah, year. It's possible. Cowboys obviously pushing to win the division. Eagles need to lose, but it's still there. Dallas is rested. They played last Thursday. So them and the Titans, I believe, have the most rest out of anybody. Washington, uh, quite the struggle on offense. And you kind of, after Carson Wentz, what a, I mean, that was a gift from Ron Rivera to have Carson Wentz, you know, award. Was that ever? Was that ever? Um, you know, I, it's hard to imagine you'd pick Washington to win this, but how much does Dallas win this by? Dallas favored by seven points on the road. What say you? Dallas is one of the few complete teams in the league. There's only a handful. Dallas is one of them to me. Washington is broken now. Sam Howell starting at quarterback. Dallas is going to be fighting, and they're hoping for a number one seed and the division, depending on what happens earlier in the day with Philly. You said, wait, is Philly playing at three as well? Or is yes. Philly New York? Yeah, they are. They'll be playing at the same time. So, oh, yeah. So, 100%. The Eagles, the Eagles, Niners, Cowboys all playing at the same time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so they're all going to be fighting. They're all yeah. going to be do or With dying. Possibility. Yep. Yep. Uh, so 100% give me Dallas to take this by, I think, double digits for sure. And I agree. In our last juice box of the week. And that's good because we know Jeremy did not want to take Dallas. Second to last juice box of the week. Yes. I the, Again, I did Jeremy a favor. I allowed him to pick against the Dallas Cowboys and still have chaos reign supreme. <laughs> Jeremy going with the Washington major hogs. Good on you him. You betcha he is. And, uh, and he doesn't even have to root for Carson Wentz. That's the kind of the, the, the fun part about it. <laughs> That's true. That'd be true. <clears throat> Next game. Seth, for all the marbles. Oh, baby. Here we go. A Packers winning in in a potential NFC seventh seed. Uh, I guess, I don't even know how to work. Uh, game for the NFC uh, seventh seed. Chance for the playoffs. God damn it. It's a big <laughs> game. It's a big game for somebody. It could be the ultimate winning in game. Uh, let me tell you, if the Seahawks lose, boy, did the NFL get it right again. Um, Those script writers, they, t- they know how to do it. The Packers playing villain at home because the whole world wants to see Motor City Dan Campbell in the playoffs. Finally, after the year that was um, before this year. And, uh, you know, we talked about it. 
it was, it was going to be a down year. There was no way it wasn't going to be a down year for the, the Lions last year. We just thought it might take another year or two to get into the playoffs. And then all of a sudden they come storming back, storming Norman mid to late season, had a had a hiccup against uh, the Carolina Panthers. They could have locked this one up too. That's the troubling part. Yeah. Uh, had that hiccup against the Panthers. It was a, it was a supreme ass whooping, uh, I believe was the words from Dan Campbell. Just a few weeks ago. But you'd have to imagine, even if the Seahawks win, the Lions would love nothing more in that scenario to play spoiler for the Packers, for their division rival. Lions are going to be playing their hearts out. They might be playing their hearts out even more if it's just a play spoiler. So this one is tough. However, Packers are on a hell of a win streak. (laughs) Just one thing to remember. We're not dead. Yet. Thank you. This is the ultimate dead. Winning it, baby. That's that. This is the ultimate dead or not dead situation right here. Correct. Are you dead or are you the undertaker? (laughs) Are you undead? Undeaded. You know, the the one thing that would get me if the Packers lose, they talk to Rodgers after the game and he says, we're dead. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you could say we're dead. (laughs) Uh, What's the line? So I just wanted I just wanted to I just wanted to let you know the one thing that does scare me is the Packers lose post game. Rodgers knew it was coming. He had this planned out. He comes out, they lose, he comes out, they say that was my last game in Lambeau Field. It's not gonna happen. I I I just I truly don't believe I think I, I just don't I don't think that's gonna happen. I think there's too much. I know this whole season's been like he, he's been saying it over and over again, you know, that I don't know, this might be, it may not be. I'm not thinking about it right now. I just truly don't believe this is it for him. And I don't think the Packers are done with Rodgers yet either. I agree. It's just a fear. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I can tell you're not. I can tell you're not like as worried as I am. Um, and it's it's a very outside fear. It's just the fact that I thought about it. Just it's now. just sitting in the back of your mind. Correct, because yeah. I it just played out I in get my that. mind like that. He is a you know he's a uh, um he's a contradictionist of sorts, right? He um. He, I can see him moving. He can, he's going to host like an ESPN special, like LeBron, the decision. But he's Ooh. taking he's taking his weekly um, podcast appearance to Joe Rogan, to Austin, Texas, to the Joe Rogan oh, Experience. Boy. Oh boy! Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays, hosted by the Joe Rogan Experience, coming to uh to a Spotify near you. However, we got a game to play before that happens. Again, Packers have won four straight. Lions coming off an impressive victory over Chicago, although it's Chicago, so whatever. Packers minus four and a half at home, Seth. Sunday night football, Aaron Rodgers, probably the maybe the most wins in primetime as a starting quarterback. I mean, he's up there. It's got to be up there. 
It's got to be up there. Seems like he's playing one every single, you know, every other week. It's a, it feels like that'd be a good trivia question if I could find that. So, right. Uh, Four and a half. We will most surely mini juice box this with Jeremy picking the Lions, which he probably would regardless. Obviously, give me the Green Bay Packers to cement this W on Sunday night football and launch them into the playoffs where nobody would want to play the Packers in the playoffs right now. I thought you were going to transition into uh, circling the wagons. I thought you were going to spin it into the Buffalo. Oh, circle in the, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Where once again the field will be wet and the Lions will not know how to run on it because they are also a dome team. I had a I had a stat pulled up and you've probably seen this before. Um, I gotta find it now. It was, uh, I don't know where where it went, so that's okay. But Lions were plus thirty points at home per game, just right around that thirty point mark at home per game. 19 at 19 away. So when they're not in the dome, when they're not at Ford Field, they are an average offense. Packers defense is flying high right now. Seems re revitalized, changed different. I don't know what it is, but it's a lot better than the first 12 weeks of the season. Give me the Green Bay Packers to punch. The Lions right in the mouth. The mouth. Right at the kneecap. And they're going to give the Lions a taste of their own medicine. Oh, boy. Give me the Green Bay Packers. This is it. It's for all the marbles. Put your money where your mouth is. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Smacked. In the mass smacked. All right, Lions. You said they're a dome team. They've been on a pretty steady. You know, I think they're seven and two in the last nine. Uh, that that initial win coming against the Packers, fifteen to nine was the score. Um, I'm thinking the score is going to be more like forty five to thirty nine uh, this time around. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. It can be closer to that than 15 to 9, I can tell you that. Yes. However, they beat the Bears at home, not in Chicago, which would have been the best practice going into Lambeau. Uh, lost to the Panthers at the Panthers. So the last semi-cold weather game they had was at the Jets four weeks ago. And they won that by three points. I don't even remember them beating the the Vikings. That 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 got lost on me. I don't even remember that. That did. That really did. Uh, that was a dome game, regardless. Of course. Of course. Of course. Cool. Yeah, I'm picking the Packers. I'm thinking they're Bach. Oh. And speaking of Bach, you're gonna see 
any single player with a leg to stand on play in this game. You are going to see Bakhtiari. You're going to see Christian Watson. You're going to see Keyshawn Nixon. They're all going to be playing this game. If yep, Rashawn 100%. Gary could make, you know, if he could play at 50% even, he would have played this game. However, he can't. Unfortunately, we will deal regardless. Green Bay minus four and a half. I like points, points, points. I would also take this under or over. The over under, I believe, is sitting at a 50 points even, which I think is the second highest of the week, which is. I'd probably take that as well. I'd probably take that as well. It seems correct. It is at 49 and a half, actually. I, so I think I the Packers put up a 30 burger on this one. Lions I are probably they, floating in the 20s. I think they have to put up a 30 burger because the just, you know, even if the defense shows out, you want to be comfortable because you know the Lions are going to score points. Yep. And the only person, you know, if there's one person out there that I know is going to be prepared for this game, it is going to be Jamal Williams and the touchdown machine that is him. You got to root for that guy. You got to root for him. Always, always, always root for that guy. So, yes, give me Green Bay. And uh, since I picked Green Bay, that gives, because of the chaos rule of the week, Jeremy gets to pick against Green Bay one last time and try to laugh in our face. And when they do lose... It is going to be hell to pay on Tuesday. Um, Luckily, you will likely be missing that podcast, and we will only have to see it in texts, which are easily mutable, Seth. You know that. (laughs) You can mute that group chat. Once the final score hits, you can mute it. It's done. It's not going to happen that way, but appreciate the sentiment. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I will tell you that – uh, like we talked about with the Bills, obviously there was a bigger reason on that why that uh, was a high um, public favorite. The Packers are right there. Uh, 65% of the money being spent on the Packers. However, only 52% of the bets. So you're seeing a lot of those, uh, you know, hmm. a lot of the casual fans not wanting to see Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs again. And you know what? Those are probably Philly fans, Minnesota fans. Cowboy yep. fans, yep. Bucks fans, Giants fans, 49ers fans. Lions fans. They don't want to Seahawks s- fans. They don't want to see that bad man in the playoffs. I tell you what, I tell you what. It's gonna be a fun one. Sunday night. Tune in, folks. Bump 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 What I mean. I don't know if I've ever been this pumped for a regular season game. This is for all the marbles. Oh. Marbles. All the marbles. I just, I really, you know, I not to not to bet against it or anything. I just, for the sake of the drama of Sunday night, I, I just hope the Rams are able to pull that off. I agree. I agree. That would just add, add to the intensity of Sunday night. Which, like we said, that's what the script writers want. And Twitter is going to be a bloodbath because, again, like everyone outside of the state of Wisconsin and some inside are going to be rooting <laughs> for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, true. Very true. All right. That's the gambit, eh? That the is. final regular season line is right. We'll do a, a playoff format of some kind. Oh, slightly. But this is the final regular season version of The Line is Right. 
And I gave you every chance to beat me, Seth. I just want you to know this. And I every will. Chance. Uh, I, you know, I had my five or six, and that's all I need. Yeah, I think you had a total of seven. Seven. All I needed was four. I got it. In the cat is in the bag, baby. It is six. It's six. My fault. Six. That's all right. I got it. I got a two game margin for error. That's all I need. That's all I need. Lovely, lovely time to be a football fan right now. I mean, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Hundred percent. Still is. Still, Still is. is. We'll always be, but especially now. <laughs> it, it, this weekend will be special for a lot of people and teams. So, I would say I would venture to um, I would venture to guess that the pre that the recap pod will be very playoff preview, little preview or the preview heavy, but also talking about maybe four or five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven coaches being fired. Yeah, it will be. It'll be. It'll be the night of. It'll be the, the night, night of. of. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. That'll be fun. All right. No, no trivia tonight. We'll save that for next week. We went long, but that's what we do on going long on first. It's what we do. I mean, well, today, well, yeah, that's the and I did it to you, Seth. I apologize. Even without Jeremy, I stretched it out. We we did. You know, it was the last one, so so I get it. I get it. We we had to juice. We had to juice as much as we could. Correct. So. All right. Enjoy the final regular season finale. Enjoy some football on Saturday, Sunday. National Monday. Championship is Monday. College football national championship should be good. I guess Correct. maybe you could you could put that on live for us Monday night. That's true. That's that is the plan, actually. That so, is for sure. A little, a little substitution right there. There you go. But until then, as always, and from the Podfather and the little one itself, adios. Adios.